everybody. This is April Stutzman. We got another episode here for you of Glory Stories. I'm so excited to be interviewing this special guest today to talk about the glory of God, some of the first times they experienced the presence of God, how they cultivated the presence of God, and different stories that impacted their life, whether it was transformation into glory, miracles that happened, and I want you to be a part of what this guest has to say, how they have experienced the heart of God in his presence so that you, my friend, can enjoy their story and see how you too can experience the glory and the presence of God in your everyday life. So I'd like to welcome my special guest that I'm interviewing. Hello, everybody. I just want to give a few minutes for everybody to log in. Welcome to another Glory Story. I'm so excited to be interviewing Alex Parkinson tonight. I just love both those guys. I'm just excited to see what the Lord's going to do tonight. It's going to be awesome. I just just want to say hey from California, everybody. I'm just still out in California. And I just taking a minute to get my phone in order and we're gonna add Alex for thank you Jesus. So if you're logging in, just go ahead and share this broadcast. Hey. Share. Okay. Hello. How's How it going? Doing? <laughs> doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited that we're doing this tonight. Yes, hallelujah. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I got people logging in, so we'll just take a few awesome. minutes and they're still sharing. So if you're on here and you know somebody that needs a miracle or healing or encouragement, yeah. just share. We're just, yeah. just going to talk about the glory and hear what Alex has been doing and his whole ministry. I'm going to introduce it in just a minute. I just want to give people a, a minute to share. Come on. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, yeah, good to see you guys. And uh, thank you so much, April, for having me on tonight uh it's gonna be so fun and i feel the sweet presence of jesus already and so that's why i'm rocking back and forth in the chair (laughs) yeah and if you're logging in hey linda i'm just gonna say hey to a few people share it we just love you guys i'm so excited that you're on alex we love jordan we love everything y'all stand for and do thank you we'll give a few more minutes so that way we have Impact on people that need a miracle. Come on. Whoa. Hey, Aaron. If you're logging on live, just just uh, go ahead and share. Hey, Aaron. Yeah, you just <laughs> be blessed by what God's doing tonight. So there's a little bit of delay, man. I'm, I'm not in my Wi-Fi. A little 30-second delay or so if you guys are saying hi, just so you know. But uh, that's okay. If you're on here and we don't call out your word of knowledge, just... Trust Holy Ghost, and he uh, just requests some healing if you need it tonight. Yeah. It's been uh, awesome in, in California. I got to, to pray for a tumor, and she was pain-free afterwards. So mm. that was really cool, Alex. Susan's logging in. Hi, Susan. Hello. We just uh-huh. say, hey. We love you guys. Oh, it's so <laughs> exciting. I can just feel it build. So, Lord, let's just release the glory. Give a few Amen. minutes to lock on. Lord, we just release your glory together in unity. Hey, Andrew. Uh, thank you, Lord. Hey, David. We just released the glory over those logging in. We're getting ready to get started. Share the broadcast. Well, yeah, let's do it. Lord, we just release your presence. 
We just release your presence. Release your presence. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> the atmosphere of the people logging in. Just share the atmosphere of what they're going through. Just lay down your cares of this world and just spend some time getting in the glory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Linda, we'll remember that. I'm going to write that down. We'll pray for your back and for Lyme's disease before we get off of here. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever you need, it's in the glory, right? Come on, that's right. Whether it's healing, whether it's a wounded heart, you need your heart healed, whether you need a miracle. God is a God of, he's more than enough, right? Yes. That's so good. More than enough. All right. All right, well, let me give a minute to introduce you. I'm just going to get started, and as people log in, they'll log in. But you and your wife, Jordan Alex, have an amazing ministry. You're like a prophetic evangelist, and you, you founded with Jordan. It's Mirror Image Ministries, and y'all have been preaching the gospel, going to different countries. I mean, just name I can't even keep up with all the countries you've been to. Name a few of them. Oh, we've been blessed to go to India, Indonesia. Come on. Uh, we've been Come working on. in the underground church in China. Come uh, on. We've just recently went to Thailand, Africa, oh. Peru. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, many countries. 13 countries now. 13 countries. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God uses you to quit the body of Christ, signs and wonders Amen. and miracles, and you're teaching on the supernatural. And we just love you guys. So, thanks for coming oh. on tonight. Awesome. I love you and Richard as well. And once again, it's uh, an honor, privilege to be with you and to be with all of you guys watching live tonight. It's going to be so fun. So share this broadcast and uh, we're going to get in the river. We're going to believe God to do something supernatural even tonight. And uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yes. So let's just talk about, let's just dive right into it and get into the river and just but you talk about the first time you ever experienced the glory of God, and you can go anywhere you want with how you felt it and yeah. what, what happened, whatever you feel led, go for it. Absolutely. So I guess if we were to go to the very first time, and when talking about the glory, um, I, I always explain it like this. Some people may not have a grid for what we mean by glory and, yes. uh, you know, Biblically, we can go into all of the different, you know, Hebrew words, Greek words uh, to describe the glory. Amen. But I simplify it like this. I look at the glory as the highest essence of who God is. Yeah. And uh, I believe the glory is God and God is the glory. And so uh, whenever you're uh, picturing heaven and you're picturing the presence of God that is in heaven the, the presence that surrounds the throne of Jesus, picture and imagine that presence visiting you here in this earth realm, and that is glory. That's the glory of God. And so uh, I remember when I was uh, 17 years old, I was saved um, a couple years already, and, uh, and you know, young uh, youth on fire for God, loved God. Um, and I remember at 17 years old, I wanted a guitar, because I wanted to learn how to worship, and I wanted to, wow. you know, sing and play guitar, and I wanted to learn. And so my dad bought me a guitar for uh, my 17th birthday, and my birthday is uh, next month, actually. So it's 10 wow. years ago now, actually, looking back. I'll be 27 next month. Wow. And uh, I know I'm young. Really yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you. We're pr <laughs> we're praying that Zion, our son, will be born on my birthday. Come on, um, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his due date's September eighth. My birthday's oh. September sixth. But we're praying he gets born. On, uh, anyway, uh, but uh, ten years ago, seventeen years old, I get this guitar for my birthday, and um, at that age, I had uh, my room upstairs, and I had the whole upstairs to myself at my mom's house. And I remember I would sit in my room and I would play and I, I didn't know anything on the guitar and I couldn't sing at all. But I remember I learned two chords and I would strum those two chords and I would try to sing and I would worship and I sounded so horrible. I sounded so bad. I, I had no skill. And, uh, but I loved worshiping God. I remember feeling like David in that season, just going after God, worshiping. And I remember it was in those times where I felt God visit me in a presence-based way. I would just be, it would just be me and the Lord up in my, my upper room. And uh, I was seeking God's face, worshiping. Uh, I remember I would sing a Revelation song, you know, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. And I would sing that song and I'd feel the holy presence of Jesus. Oh my God, it's coming on me right now. <laughs> I would feel the holy presence of Jesus come in the room. And uh, that was the first time I ever sensed uh, a shift in the atmosphere or maybe uh, a, a presence, you know. And, uh, and it was in that place of God's glory visiting me at, at 17 years old that really anchored my life. It was, I think, one of those defining moments where it's like, no matter how far I would try to run from God, that, that moment anchored me like I was really... Um, I became addicted to the presence of God and I became someone who really knew that no matter where I went in life, God, I had an encounter with God in that time that I was, you know, responsible for. I knew that God had marked my life. And, but in that place of glory, I received a download of the guitar and uh, I, I went from having no skill at all with the guitar to within uh, two weeks, three weeks, being able to play, you know, like finger picking and like playing all of these chords. And I still to this day don't understand wh what I'm playing. I don't know music theory or anything like that. I can't read music. Um, and I'm not the most amazing guitar player, but everything I know now was something that was downloaded supernaturally. I just learned how to play. And so I, I was a worshiper before I was ever a preacher or an evangelist, or anything. That's, that's where uh, my spiritual roots are. I was always a lover of Jesus, a worshiper, and I always loved the presence of God. Even though I didn't have the language or the understanding of what I was experiencing at that time, um, later on in life, whenever I got into ministry school and I started to get around uh, men of God like Jeff Jansen, uh, who you know, moves in the glory powerfully in every service, um, Jeff, you know, makes room for the presence of God. And that's yeah. one thing I love about him. And he, uh, you know, would always say, if we miss the presence, we miss everything. Come on. So those, those are kind of the beginning days. You know, I, I started out as a worship leader. Even in ministry school, I, I led worship in the classes and stuff. And that's just who I'll always be. Uh, and yeah, that's, that was kind of the beginning stages of the glory of God. And I remember actually, it's coming to mind now, I remember as a young person, I would get invited to lead worship at some places and I would start to sing and signs and wonders would start to take place. I remember uh, one time I was singing How He Loves 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the sweet presence of Jesus came in. And I remember uh, getting to the part where it said, uh, his love's like a hurricane and I am a tree wow. bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. And as soon as I started to sing that, this violent, mighty, rushing wind came into the room and blew my microphone stand down. Wow. And God. I mean, I've had moments where the, ra- the rain of the Spirit has come into the meetings, like tangibly, you know, and uh, this is coming from someone who's not, I, once again, I don't want to, I don't want to make myself sound like I'm, you know, a Bethel artist or anything. I'm not anything <laughs> special as far as skill, uh, but uh, I believe that there's a difference between talent and anointing, you know? There are many talented people and there's nothing wrong with being talented, but there's something about being anointed. Once your worship is anointed, supernatural things happen and you can create a realm where anything can happen. And so uh, that, that once again is kind of my genesis with the glory. So, yeah, I love what you said. The Holy Spirit keeps highlighting. You said you were addicted to God's presence. Yeah. So, so just explain, like a lot of times you hear there's a choice. I heard a, somebody preaching on this, I think it was Bill Johnson's son, that you go in the cave with the glory and find the glory, you go in the cave in the world's system. So how did it help you to just get in the presence of God and just stay there? Like, was there anything that it shifted in you personally as you yeah. felt the glory and, and, and moved in that? Go, mm. go wherever you want. Well, wow. well, you know what? A verse comes to mind, and I, I'll see if I can quote it. Uh, I believe it's in Psalms 36. It says that he calls us to drink from the rivers of his delight. In his light, we see light. Now, there's something about when you come into the light of his presence, you begin to see light. What, what that means, I believe, is when you stand in the glory and when you encounter the glory, there's something about the eyes of your heart that's opened and you begin to receive revelation. And... I mentioned this earlier, but the, I felt the presence of God anchored me in the Lord. I felt like it was like, wow, now I know God is real. Now I know the presence of God is for me as a believer. That, and I, once again, I'm a 17-year-old. I didn't have an understanding of this theologically, but I just knew in my spirit that I had access to God's presence and that it was fine for me to approach God that way. Uh, I knew that I was a son and that I could, I could embrace him that way. And so uh, I believe one of the first steps to hunger and to uh, developing an appetite for the presence of God or a, an, an addiction to the presence, so to speak, is by first and foremost take, t- tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. You know, um, I always say if you're not hungry, take the first bite and see what happens, you know, that's the way the kingdom works. In the world, we have to, you know, get hungry in order to eat, but in the kingdom, we eat to get hungry and to stay hungry, and so sometimes we eat by faith, and, you know, that sometimes looks like offering sacrifices of praise, you know, we enter into his uh, courts and gates with praise and thanksgiving, we lift up sacrifices, shouts of praise, we, you know, uh, make our lives a living sacrifice, and and sometimes that looks like eating and partaking of the Lord by faith, even when you don't feel like it, even when you, uh, you know, your soul feels downcast, like David, why so downcast, oh, my soul. And David tapped into this truth. He actually knew how to tell his soul what to do. He Come said, on. soul, 
bless the Lord, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And he commanded his soul to bless God. Amen. So sometimes your soul doesn't feel like entering in or pressing in and the flesh resists the, the things of the spirit. But sometimes you got to, you know, just make a choice and say, you know what, I'm going to go after God and I'm going to go after his presence regardless of if I feel like it or any of those things. So that, that's what I would say when it comes to your journey with pursuing God's manifest presence. You have to be committed and yeah, you, have to, you have to say, you know what, if I don't feel like I'm hungry, I'm going to choose to eat anyway. And I'm going to choose to feast on Jesus. And so you watch as you begin to open your heart up to the Lord. Um, apart from feelings, that's when you start to really enter in and, and break through. So, Amen. That's why I like to share. I like to give that Ezekiel 44.4, that the scripture where the glory filled the temple. And, and just to help people yeah. who have not had a grid for this. That, and tell them, you know, 1 Corinthians 3.16, do you not know we are the temple? Come on. You know, and it talks about in Romans, you know, 814, for those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God, are the children of God. And um, what you were talking about just hit it head on because what would you say to the people? I'm just kind of picking this up so you go where you want. What if you're afraid? Hey, Michelle, what if, you, what if people sometimes are afraid to get in the glory? They're afraid of deception. And I, I feel like, yes, we need the word. But yes, we need the presence. We need both. And I think that's where the body of Christ is truly going, where we have just as much word as we have of the presence. So what would you, I kind of pick up the fear that people have of, how do I go into the presence and not get deceived? And just just answer how you feel the Lord's leading you with that one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's so much I could say on this yeah, because yeah, on. I've been, I've actually been stewing on something fresh uh, lately and uh, maybe I can unpack it a little bit without like talking yeah, yeah. too long. But first of all, you know, um, we have to begin to trust Holy Spirit. Come you know, the, the Bible says that if we ask God for bread, he doesn't give us a stone, right? And so how much more freely does God want to give us the Holy Spirit? And so we, we shouldn't be afraid uh, to ask God, especially when our hearts are pure and when we, we simply want to give God glory and we simply want to love Jesus. Yeah. Like when, when those things are in place, you know, you, 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 you don't need to fear of deception. Now, it doesn't mean you Come live on. ignorant. You know, the Bible Come says on. we're not ignorant of his schemes and his devices, uh, yeah. that, speaking of the enemy. But uh, we shouldn't live in this um, self-conscious mode where we're always worrying about deception uh, because the Holy Spirit is so big. He's so able to protect you and cover you. And when, when talking about the glory, here's, a, here's something too. Uh, when, when thinking about the secret place, all right, Psalms 91, he who dwells under the shadow of the Most High shall be hidden in his wings, all right? When you continue on into verse 3, it says, and you shall be free from the snare of the fowler. And so something about going into the secret place and abiding in the Lord is that there is an element where you're free from the snare of the fowler or the attacks of the enemy. Um, Bob Jones said it this way, that you, you rise above the snake line. You know, there's, there's an altitude in the spirit that you hit where you're not easily attacked. It doesn't mean you're invincible. It doesn't mean things can't happen. 
but you can become cloaked and hidden in the Lord so much that you're, you're not easily penetrated. And that's called putting on the armor of God. Amen. But we need to, we need to really repent of fear when it comes to the presence of God, because, uh, you know, I look at it like this. I've been contrasting lately Sinai uh, with Zion. We are people, as it says in Hebrews chapter 12, we have arrived to Mount Zion, the city of the living God. Amen. And so we are a Zion company. We're a new covenant people made for the presence of God, made for the glory of God. We're a glory generation, a glory people. And uh, so we, uh, is the sound okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I didn't know if I cut out for a second. It sounded like it did. So we are people, though, who are made for the, the glory of God. Sinai, what happened was uh, they had an invitation to go up on the mountain with Moses, but they were afraid. And they said, I would rather have Moses go up, you know, I would rather have him have a face-to-face encounter with God. I would rather have him receive revelation, and then he can bring it back down. Today, we see a similarity in the church where the body of Christ would rather have their pastor go up on the mountain to receive, uh, you know, revelation and to have intimacy with God, and they'd rather him come back down and, and then feed the sheep. But that's actually not the new covenant church. The new covenant church is made to live from Mount Zion. And uh, we're all meant to ascend the hill of the Lord together. And so Jesus demonstrated this. He took Peter, James, and John up onto the mountain and they saw Jesus transfigured. And so I believe new covenant people were meant to go up. And uh, today we can't be afraid of the presence. We can't resist the presence. And uh, one more thing just to mention that I find interesting, uh, you know, lately, uh, or recently, I should say, we were ministering in uh, my hometown of Bedford, Indiana. And uh, it was a Sunday morning. And my pastor there was transitioning from worship, and he was flowing in the spirit, and God was really there. And then all of a sudden, a holy hush came over us. And, uh, And in the midst of this, I just feel like it was such a precious um, presence. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to preach. I didn't want to, I didn't want to touch it. You know what I mean? So he hands me the microphone though. And I just, I get up in the front and I don't know what to do. And so I'm just still, I'm quiet. And I remember observing, uh, what I sensed in the room and what I sensed was discomfort. What I sensed you know, from the people where, you know, people were starting to squirm and kind of get uncomfortable because the Mm -hmm. presence was there. And I begin to instantly think of the time where the 70 who were once following Jesus, uh, you know, these are, these are the 70 who, you know, came back rejoicing saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to your name. Jesus started to preach to these 70 and he said, uh, he said, guys, I've got a great idea. I want you to eat of my body and drink of my blood. How does that sound? And the Bible says that the 70 actually departed from him and left him and quit following him. And so I begin to think about this. The Lord showed me, he said, it wasn't persecution or a a heavy message uh, of repentance or anything that caused these 70 to stop following him. What it actually was, was the invitation for communion that stopped the 70 from following Jesus. And today, you'll see that some people simply resist communion. They, they resist the body and the blood of Jesus. They resist the deep things of God. They resist the things of the Spirit because they would rather have, you know, 
other things and they have other priorities. And so, uh, but we, that's, that's changing though. The good news is that that's changing and we're a new covenant people who really are meant to arise and shine. Uh, You know, everything's changing. I do believe that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord's covering the earth as the waters cover the sea. And so that that's increasing on a gradual basis in the earth and in the church. And, uh, but it's time we stop, you know, patty caking around it and start really enjoying the presence of Jesus and, you know, not, not be afraid to go up onto the mountain. So I said a lot there, but. No, no, it's so true. I love everything you said because, you know, I just, I just want, I'm going to, release the salvation message real quick if anybody's on here. But then as soon as I do that, I just want you to bring somebody who's been fearful into repentance. We'll just model that. Mm. Just the, whoa. I just feel the Lord's heart right now. So if you're on here and and you do not know Jesus and you don't know what we're talking about, we have people from all walks of life, all streams on this broadcast. So if you don't know Jesus, just say, Jesus, come into my heart. I just believe you died on the cross. I believe you resurrected to me. I just want to experience the glory that they're talking about, the presence of God. But maybe you don't know what that feels like. Just just release an invitation to just invade your heart right now. And then uh, Alex is just going to pray through. Um, if you've been fearful, I, I sense we just... We just command that fear to go, and I just want Alex yeah. to just uh, extend to you the invitation, what it looks like so that you have a model when you get alone with God, how to just let him come and, and take Amen. off that fear hat, just come out Amen. of agreement with it. Okay. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. So guys, if you want to just pray this after me or pray it in your own words, I'm just going to speak from my own heart and say, Lord, we are, we do repent and we do say, God, you've not given us a spirit of fear, but you've given us power, love, and a sound mind. That is uh, the fullness that we choose to walk in. Lord, we were made for your presence. Lord, we're not afraid of your presence, but we ask you to visit us, and we ask that you visit this generation. And God, we want to thank you for inhabiting us. Not just visitation, but inhabitation of your people with a real authentic presence from heaven. God, we thank you for a movement of an authentic release of your presence with miracles, with signs, with wonders, with uh, extraordinary things. God, we thank you that you're waking our wonder in this hour. And Lord, we choose to press into you. We choose to seek your face. We will not shrink back and we will not be afraid. And God, even now, um, I want to thank you for freeing people from the opinions of man and the fear of man, the, the, the opinions that would weigh people down and uh, and would cause people to um, to not live in their authentic self. I even see where ministries and where people who once started out with zeal and with boldness have shrunk back and they've they've um, they've conformed to a religious mold that people uh, decided to put them in. And I just break that mold right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, for freeing people to be who they are in the spirit. Uh, I thank you for releasing a fresh. Uh, release of boldness over your people right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh. Amen, even, amen. Even as you say that, I sent some are on here and they're questioning the goodness of God. You want to talk about just sonship for a minute, kind of dismantle what it means mm. 
to be a son and a child of God. Totally, yeah. You know, and I, I think the goodness of God goes hand in hand with his glory. You know, oh. we're talking about the glory and we're talking about the presence of God. And, and, you know, Moses, he actually prayed, God, show me your glory. And God's response was, I'm going to let my goodness pass before you, you Come know. On. And so where there's glory, there's goodness. And, um, you know, uh, that that's actually the takeaway that I had, you know, every time I experienced his presence, you know, I could have received any revelation, but what, what I received out of those times was that he's my father, I'm his son. And, uh, I remember, um, you know, if I could even go into just a little bit of my testimony, I'll go for it. um, yeah. I won't go into a whole long thing, but, okay. uh, many people who follow me and know me personally know that I was born with a rare eye disease. And, uh, this was something I grew up really struggling with as far as understanding and connecting that with a, an all loving, all good God. And I started to, you know, think that, well, you know, if God is real, he must love some and hate others. And that was my mindset. And, uh, you know, the, the layers of hurt and doubt and rejection and everything were, uh, you know, slowly peeled off over the years as I, you know, got saved and started to pursue the Lord. And, um, those times in the presence of God that I'm talking about were times where I was liberated and freed from those things. And so, um, I remember one account where, I was 19 years old and here I was, you know, on fire for the Lord, but you know, I was at a point where I hit a hit a plateau and I needed God to revive me again and and this is important to recognize like we can have encounters, you know, but we can't live off of our encounters, you know, for years on, you know, some of you may have been touched by God, you know, uh a decade ago, some of you may may have been 5 years ago, some of you may have been last year. And maybe some of you was last week, you know, but God has something fresh for you today and he has something new for you. And I was at this place at 19 years old where I knew God, but I needed God to revive me. I needed God to touch my life again. And I went to this uh, church meeting in Indianapolis and, um, and I got touched in a powerful way at this meeting. I won't go into all the details, but the preacher that was there laid hands on me, he prayed for me, and it felt like the lightnings of God just went through my body. And yeah. that was the first time I ever felt God like that. And yeah. I knew that 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 God was unconditionally good, that he was uncompromisably good. And uh, that was my takeaway from that. You know, I had I had maybe still a little bit of residue of doubt in the back of my mind when it came to, is God good? Does he heal? Does he love us? You know, is he with us today? Um, I still had a little bit of residue in my heart, you know, still a little root of unbelief in my heart. And in that moment, God just pulled it out, you know? So that's the goodness of God. You know, he, he really is for us and not against us. And, but it takes the presence of God to reveal that. I believe so. That goes in line with one of my favorite scriptures that I was just reading today. It's 2 Corinthians 3.18, all with unveiled faces, beholding us in mirror and the glory of the Lord are being transformed. So I just thank you for your authenticity of of sharing that testimony because it's truly in the presence of God where we get set free. That's right. You truly spoke to the heart of the matter of people that are on here and that are going to listen to this broadcast later who have doubted the goodness of God, that have had things and circumstances 
just come against but like they said is is whoa let's just yeah. release the glory for the for a second it's so heavy i just I thank just you lord the presence will we just release the presence of god over everybody watching right now we just want to camp here i did i just feel that there's somebody on here and you, you've been doubting the goodness of god but i even see a change of seasons for you that you're going to know you're going to taste and see that the lord is good amen so Lord, we just declare that over everybody watching that they, they taste and they see the lord is good and they just have revelation of what me and alex have been talking about Whoa. thank you jesus that you will just um transformation I just see transformation happening with each person that's on here. I just see a new season of transformation just coming to the body of Christ as as the glory is being talked about, as the glory is being shared from all different streams of the mm. glory. I just see the transformation happening that, that people need. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, God, thank you for visiting people right now in their homes. Lord, on this broadcast, I thank you for a tangible release of your presence coming upon people now, Lord. Thank you for a realm of visitation coming. Thank you, Father. And uh, for some reason, I, I, I keep feeling the name Carly coming to me, and I don't know if this is someone on the broadcast or if it's um, someone's daughter, but I... I feel like the name Carly is coming to me and got, that there's a God encounter for Carly. There's a visitation for Carly. There's a, 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 a Saul to Paul uh, Damascus encounter for a Carly that God wants to grab a hold of Carly's heart. And so I don't know if that means anything to someone on here or if there's someone with a family member or, or a daughter or something named Carly. But I feel like God's heart is reaching out to a Carly and wants to touch her life and put his hand on her. And so we welcome you, Holy Spirit, to do that. And uh, I thank you, God, for salvation and deliverance, Lord, in Jesus' name. Yeah. Just, thank you, Lord. I, I just felt like I got a word named, uh, a name is Shasta. And you may be, mm. it's very different. So it may be somebody that's on here or somebody that you know, or it may be somebody that listens to the broadcast. But I've just seen the, the Lord going down the bloodline and restoring to you. Everything that was stolen. So that's good. If, that's, if you know somebody named Shasta, just just type it in the broadcast. But we just declare, even as you listen to this, I got people listening to Pakistan. I got people listening in all different countries and some in Australia, some Canada. So yeah. God wants you to know, Shasta, you are called by name and that he's seen what was done to you. And he's not okay with it. So I just repent for every trauma that was done to you by somebody that should have loved you, should have protected you. I just repent on their behalf. And I just see the Lord touching your heart, mending those places in the glory that you'll have a powerful breaker and linking, especially in the realm of deliverance. So I just declare that over you. So even as you replay, we Lord, under the sound of our voice, you even one of those words of knowledge during the replay, we just ask you to touch their those people's life and just transform in the glory. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And even, Alex, even as you were speaking, I felt like the Lord was showing me the tack on your eyes was in the natural, but I think it was representation of the spiritual. I think one of your highest, not that you guys carry so much, but I think your seer realm, I just see such an increase. Whoa. Mm. 
of like Amen. restitution of what the Lord's doing. And, and the Bible talks about the seers. David consulted the seers. And Amen. You know, it's over and over in the word, seeing with the eyes of our heart of understanding, like Paul prayed. But I've just seen a multiplication come into your seer anointings. And I even see you like helping yeah. to flip the seers. It's so powerful because... That was the area the enemy tried to hit you, but I see total dis uh, justification coming. Come on. Ooh. Yeah. And I, Lord, I, I just see, thank you, Lord. I just see you, your your father's heart of just cultivating him because you know what it felt like in the natural. Ooh. It'll replay in the spiritual. So I see you having more of a compassion for people that are seers and they're new and they're starting out and they're, they're trying to learn to navigate. You'll be able to navigate like that since you went through it in the natural you'll be able to navigate their hearts mm. and help set them free and amen that's amazing because you've been through it in the natural what you you know what you are in the natural you're in the spiritual you know my husband always told me that and i could see it like play over and i man just the the heart that you have it, it's just so beautiful like god's showing me in, in the spiritual realm it's so huge mm. because of what you went through yeah it's wow. like so merciful to the, to whoa, whoa. <laughs> so I just thank you for the people. I, I just thank you, Lord. The Lord trusting you with that. Yeah, yeah. I see I'm trusting you, Lord. you with that because of how much you have stewarded. And you've stewarded people's hearts. So Lord, show me you've stewarded people's hearts really well. Whoa. Mm. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Lord. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank just, you, Jesus. Let's just camp here again for a second, and then we can go wherever Holy Spirit wants. I just feel a strong glory. I just want to continue releasing that so that people can feel the presence of God. Mm. Just, we'll just release it in unity, Lord. Just yeah. Say, let your presence touch them right now. Let your presence touch them Thank right you, Lord. now. So you talked about the glory. Whoa. Just talk about um, some... As you cultivate it, like you said, it anchored you. What are some ways that you stay consistent and cultivate it for the practical people on here that just need like practical steps? Because that's mm. not required. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I, I'm <laughs> in the natural, I'm very practical, very uh, outlined. Yeah. I'm very yeah, yeah. Uh, intellectual, you know. <laughs> so. Um, you know, I mean, I remember years ago, I would get stuck in my mind with things and think too much about things. But um, so, yeah, you know, practical things that I, I find help uh, have a con keep consistent in the spirit and um, allow us to um, always stay refreshed and never burnt out. Um, three simple things, three things, three keys that I find really help. And it's it's going to go over some people's heads because it's so simple. But the first thing is, is like daily reading the Word of God. Come on. Daily reading the Word of God. The Word of God is not something. Anyway. What's that? I said we should be doing that anyway. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. So once again, it's so simple. But um, people think that the Word of God is dry. And they think that it's an enemy of the Spirit. But it's actually not. It's, it, the Word of God is alive. It's active. It's powerful. Come sharper on. than any double-edged sword, you know, the Word of God is powerful, and meditating on the Word of God uh, welcomes an atmosphere of revelation in your life, and it gives you a grid 
to um, not only receive revelation, to, but, but to have the wisdom to interpret your revelation as well. Right. And so if you want wisdom and revelation, you need to uh, make a choice to steward reading the Word of God, you know, and, um, and have that in your heart, have that something stored in you. You know, I remember I, uh, as someone who's visually impaired and knew I had a call to preach, I told the Lord that, I can't, uh, I can't always read very well, you know, in front of people and with my Bible, it was just like, I have to read too close. And so I said, I, I just, I, I'm asking you Lord to put your word inside of me. Come on. And, uh, I remember I was in ministry school at this time and I was reading and I found uh first John chapter two, verse 20. And it says, you've received an anointing from the Holy one and you know, all things. And so I took that verse and I said, okay, there's my promise. There's my scriptural promise. And I said, uh, according to 1 John chapter 2, verse 20, I have an anointing from the Holy One, and I know all things. And your word is in my heart. It's in my spirit. And from that moment on, I felt like I had a grace to quote the scriptures and to uh, you know, speak the word of God. And that didn't mean I didn't have to study anymore, but... It was crazy. I would get up to speak and in the natural, I'm not a very gifted communicator, but I would begin to quote scriptures that I'd never even read before. And I never even, you know, memorized to my knowledge. And so uh, the word of God's powerful in that way. The second thing is praying in tongues, praying in the spirit, you know, stirring yourself up, edifying yourself. You know, one of the keys to uh, living free from the spirit of fear on your life is is to pray in the spirit. Come on. Paul said this to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1. He said, uh, fan the flame of God, which was given to you by the laying on of hands, or stir up the gift of God, which was in you. Then he said, God has not given you a spirit of fear, Come but on. power, love, and a sound mind. That's the context. Is to stir yourself up in your gift. Yes. Stir yourself up in the spirit. Learn how to build yourself up in your spirit, man. The Bible says he who prays in tongues utters mysteries unto God. And so when you pray in the Spirit and when you're praying tongues, you're uttering mysteries unto God, but revelation is coming back down into your spirit. And so praying in tongues is powerful. And then the third thing is to uh, spend time in the tangible presence of God. And so that looks like, uh, you know, putting music on. It looks like waiting before the Lord, stillness. It look, look practically speaking, I... I I got very practical with this. I, the chair I'm sitting in now, I bought at, as a personal prayer chair. And so on a practical level, every day I'll get up, I'll come into my living room, I'll cross my leg like this. And I'll just say, come Holy Spirit. And I'll wait before the Lord and I'll bask in his presence and I'll just simply wait for him to speak. And I'll wait for him to come. And, uh, you know, that this can look like so many things, you know. But uh, those three things will help you. If, if you're a person and you needed a list of uh, <laughs> a nice, neat list of three things, that those things will help you out. But I don't know. I don't know if that's what you were looking for as far as an yeah, answer. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So would you be willing to lead those that maybe have never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and they're listening to this blog class or they're listening to the replay and say, I'm not filled with the Spirit. So would you just kind of lead, what would they do to be filled with the Spirit? So, yeah, absolutely, I will. 
I'll pray. And, and if, if that applies to someone on here, you need to recognize that God wants to give you the Holy Spirit as a gift. Oh, wow. And, and, the, and the, your prayer language, actually, um, I, look at, I look at praying in the Spirit and your prayer language as something that's actually different than the 1 Corinthians 12 uh, gift of the Spirit, get the gift of tongues and interpretation of tongues. I feel like, uh, and this, this is another teaching, but those are specifically to give a message to the body of Christ. Apart from those gifts, there is uh, the prayer language that the Holy Spirit gives you. So some people make the excuse, oh, I don't have that gift. And it's, it's actually not, not meant, it, it's actually beyond that. It's a prayer language Come that's on. for the believer. And so uh, if you're watching and that applies to you, you want to pray in tongues, you want to receive um, that grace to pray in the Spirit, uh, we'll pray for you right now. And all you need to do is open up your heart. And what I usually do when I uh, lead people to the baptism of the Holy Spirit is I'll have them begin to verbally praise God. Uh, you know, in your understanding, you know, thank you, Lord. Thank you for filling me. I love you, Jesus. Fill my life with your Holy Spirit. You just begin to praise God and thank Him for the baptism of the Spirit. And as you do that, I'm going to pray, and I'm going to ask God to fill you. And a lot of times people will receive it right there. They'll just start to speak in other tongues. They'll start by praying in their understanding, and then they'll, they'll start praying in an unknown tongue. And so, uh, so if that's you, I want you just to put your hand on your heart real quick. And uh, I'm going to pray for you. We, we, you don't, we don't have to make a big long thing of this. Yes. But yeah. um, I'm going to pray right now, Father, that you would release your spirit to fill people right now. I decree right now that these are your temples. They're meant to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I thank you for uh, the baptism of your spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. Lord, I thank you, God. Thank you for filling them right now with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Let rivers of living water flow right now. Let rivers of living water be released to flow out of them in the name of Jesus. Every believer, every person right now, every person longing for the Holy Spirit, give it to them now, Lord, over this Facebook broadcast. In Jesus' name, fill their life. Fill them, Holy Spirit. Fill them, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Teach them, Holy Spirit, become their helper. Holy Spirit, show them how to serve the Lord. Holy Spirit, produce the fruits of the Spirit in their life. Produce and manifest the gifts of the Holy Spirit in their life. In the name of Jesus, release your fire over them right now. Fire, baptisms of fire on their life in Jesus' mighty name. Just open up your heart and receive it. Receive it, receive it, receive it. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it right now. Be filled in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, this what I just did, if you receive it, um, what I just did, I've seen successfully uh, take place in services. You know, we were, we were once again in my hometown of Bedford, Indiana. And what I love about the meetings that are taking place, we're doing monthly meetings. What I love about the meetings is that we always win souls. 
And not only are we seeing people saved, we're seeing them immediately filled with the Holy Spirit. And so it's awesome. Uh, there's this young person. He, he goes to church with his dad. And he, uh, he has been bringing his friends to church. And his friends are, you know, non-believers. And so here's a teenager bringing his friends to church. Uh, so a couple months ago, this uh, kid was highlighted to me. And I began to pray for him. And I asked, do you know Jesus? Have you received him in your heart? And he said he hadn't. And he wanted to, you know, get born again. And so we prayed for him. And I began to lead him to get filled with the Holy Spirit. And so what happened is uh, he began to just simply yield his heart to Holy Spirit. And he falls out onto the ground and he starts praying in tongues. And his life was totally changed. He's, he's totally changed. He's serving the Lord now. He just turned 18 years old. He's on fire. And this, this kid uh, brings his brother to the next service a month later. And the same thing happens to his brother. He gets saved. And then I pray for him just like I prayed for his brother. And he falls out in the spirit and gets filled uh, in pr with praying in tongues. And so um, it's a grace. You know, God wants to make it easy. He doesn't want to make it complicated. It's simply a grace, you know, that we receive but sometimes we have to yield our hearts and we have to activate it by blessing God, praising God, thanking God. So anyway. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. I like the point. We have to yield to accept the Holy Spirit. We have to yield to him. So I yeah. love the way that you handle that. And, and I can feel the hunger even stirring up as we're on the broadcast. I just feel the hunger. So we just bless your hunger right now for the glory and for the Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Lord, you reward hunger. Yeah. And, uh, the Lord, it was funny, as, even as you were speaking, the Lord was showing me, I kept seeing trumpets behind your, your, the back of you all around, whoa, wow. and I just see that your, your voice is coming into a place of influence and increase, whoa, mm. wow, amen, whoa, whoa, and I just see like creative miracles, even at, even as you Thank speak, you, that, that, that sound and that, and the vibrations, I just see a new breakthrough in a realm of creative miracles coming for you, and Coming for your mm. wife. Oh, Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And I love the Lord showed me that you, you, uh, it's the Lord is so thick right now. Huh. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. The Lord showed me that you sacrificed much for the glory. So I just want to thank you for your sacrifice because, you know, you're raising up. I can just see you raising up the, the seers that are going to be trained by you. And you sacrifice much, and it just it sometimes the Lord just shows me his heart. It's so amazing to see the sacrifices that people make, but that, that's where it's at, right? Yeah, that's it's, right. It's dying daily to get to know the transformation glory. Yeah, to allow us to be transformed into His presence. So it's just beautiful when I, when God shows me these things. So I just want to honor your sacrifice and thank you because not everybody's willing to pay the price that it takes, but they look at the end results and want it, right? That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Yeah. So I just, I just want to share too, share some of your favorite miracles. You can share like whatever you feel led, two or three or one, if it's a really long one that, that kind of happened. I just, I love the nations and I love what you guys are doing around the world. So just, just share one of the glory testimonies of uh, amazing miracle that you've seen or that, yeah. that God did through you guys. Wow. Hallelujah. Man, yeah, I, I do feel the yeah, presence of God. Yeah, it's hard probably to pick <laughs> one, right? <laughs> I, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Just release the glory for a second. Then we'll be happier for a second. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord. The glory. Everybody watching. Mm, You know, you know what I sense actually right now? Yeah. Uh, I sense the ease of God's spirit coming upon people. Come Um, on. With his his presence comes ease. And it... uh, it it removes your hand out of the equation. There's a difference between ministering and moving in an anointing and ministering out of the holy presence of Jesus. Because it's his hand versus your hand. I Come see on. God's hand coming upon people's life where he makes things easy and he removes the strain, he removes the strife, he removes the stress. And his burden is light, his yoke is easy, and um, I feel like God is going to teach people uh, about the ease that comes in his glory, and uh, I feel that right now. I feel the delight of heaven. I feel the ease of the Spirit, and uh, God, make things easy for this generation. Not that there won't be sacrifice, not that there won't be uh, labor in the Spirit, but God, we thank you that you're accelerating things in this generation. And, uh, Lord, what took men years to pioneer, I thank you that we will be people who walk in, uh, in the labor of the forerunners. And, God, you're giving us something to forerun, but you're also giving us something to reap. And you're giving us something to taste and to grab a hold of. And uh, I thank you that there's an ease on this generation. There's a grace on this generation to do what we've never done before, to see what we've never seen before. Ah, yeah, God. And uh, I pray right now that you would begin to release instantaneous breakthroughs in people's lives, instantaneous Mm. miracles. God, that uh, you would release a new wave of wonder workers in this hour. In the name of Jesus, wonder workers. And uh, wow, I'm even being reminded of something that God spoke to me last year. Uh, I was in prayer and the Lord said, I'm beginning to release wild wonder workers who will confound... (laughs) The wisdom of this age. Come on. I love that. Wild wonder workers who will confound the wisdom of this age. And uh, there's a worldly wisdom, but then there's the wisdom of God. And God's going to bring such a wonder on his people. And uh, it's going to cause those who have the wisdom of this world to scratch their head and wonder what's going on with this person. Why, Why is it that they shine? And why is it that they have favor on their life? Why is it that they coast through life with ease and with favor and blessing? I, I want to decree right now for those watching that you are a people who will have your feet bathed with the butter of the Holy Spirit, that you will be people who slide into the promise, slide into the blessings. As the glory rests on your life, you will walk in an abundance of ease and favor. God, I thank you for supernatural advantage, supernatural grace on this generation. Yeah, it just wow. reminds me of the scripture. I kept hearing, labor to enter my rest. That's right. You know, that the, the glory is just a place of rest. So even as you were saying that, I could just feel the rest of God coming in here in a new way. Yeah, that's so, so we good. Thank you, Lord, that everybody on here just makes a choice to labor to enter into the rest of God. And that's I got so a good. prophetic word that meant so much to me the other day, but I want to release it to the people on here because I believe they can tap into this prophetic word I got 
And they said, you know, there's times for travailing. There's times that we need to intercede. There's times, but they even see me shifting over and accomplishing more as I kept leaning into the beloved. And it was a new season of leaning as a beloved on the Father's lap. <laughs> boo, boo, Amen. Boo. Yeah. Lord, I just declare over everybody watching that they just choose to lean into the beloved, that you're, you're extending that invitation yes, to Lord. the people watching, that they lean into the Father's lap and receive love and transformation. Mm. Thank you, Lord. That's funny because I, I, the reason I even started going into all of this is because mm -hmm. I felt so like, weighed down from the presence that I had to lean on my armrest. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> but um, that's awesome. That's, that's a good word. And uh, man, yeah, I tell you, you know, I think one of the conflicting things that people uh, maybe struggle with, and this may help some people is that they don't, they, they don't know maybe how to balance um, kingdom works and kingdom rest. You know, because I think, uh, you know, there was a wave where people started to get a revelation of the finished work of the cross. And I was I was very liberated by that truth. And I still am every day. I love I love the cross. I love the finished work. Amen. But um, I, I, I saw where some people went way into an extreme where they felt like they didn't have to lift a finger anymore in prayer or uh, that everything was a matter of rest and their version of rest maybe was was coming across as like a complacency. And uh, that's not what we're trying to say. You know, yeah. um, something I actually uh, uh, found in the scriptures once, um, and I can't, I'm trying to remember the address in scripture, but Jesus was uh, talking <clears throat> to uh, his disciples because they brought uh, children to him. And, uh, and Jesus uh, said, you must become like a child to oh. enter into the kingdom of heaven. And then in the same breath, he sees the rich young ruler and he tells him to sell everything that he has to follow him. On. So on one breath, Jesus is saying, you have to be like a child to receive the kingdom. And in the same breath, he's saying you have to sacrifice it all in order to follow him. So both of them are true. Both, both can coexist in the kingdom of God. And that's okay. the thing. There's a season to sow. There's a season to sacrifice oh. and to pay the price for the anointing, to pay the, to seek God's face. You know, yeah. there, there is an element of, you know, what, what is the price? It's your time. It's your devotion. Oh. It's your energy. It's your affection. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, in my opinion, is what may, actually, it's not my opinion. That's what made the wise virgins wise and the foolish Come virgins on. foolish. The wise virgins paid the price and they bought the Come oil on. so that their lampstands could continually burn and they would be ready for uh, the king to come when he knocked on the door. So both of those coexist in the kingdom. There's a time to sow and then there's a time to reap. There's time to rest and and. God will teach you as you live by the Spirit. You don't have to intellectually understand it. He'll, he'll show you when to move and when to, you know, uh, put your hand on the plow and use your authority. And then he'll show you times where he's sovereign and where you, you don't have any part to play in it. Come on. So that's the thing. There's an authority in the kingdom for sons and daughters of God 
We're called to take mm-hmm. dominion. We're called to, you know, speak and decree. And there's some things that God absolutely won't do unless we participate and co-labor with him. Mm-hmm. But yet at the same time, God's sovereign. And there are, there are times where you have no say in it. And, and God just wants to do something in your life. God wants to bless you behind the scenes and do things that you can't do. And he wants to open doors that you can't open. So mm-hmm. that's the paradox of the kingdom. And I feel like understanding yeah. that helps, helps us, you know, um, helps our relationship with the Lord. Because I think some people have maybe been frustrated and they're like, should I be working or should I be resting? You know, uh, so at least that maybe, maybe it's just me. I went through that, you know. No, it's so true because there's times where, like I'm saying, like I'm pushing, and then there's times, even at work, where the Holy Spirit, where my body gets tired, like if I'm working 12 hours or whatever, yeah. the Lord will say, lean in, and I'll just focus on the presence that will come and yeah. bring that rest, and then you go back to the labor, and then, you know, it's like, when, when you, it's just cultivating, what is Holy Spirit telling me to do at the moment? Is he telling me? to get on the floor and travail or is he telling me to lean into the father that's good and to continue to lean in the father so that's what i love about about you guys you know you talked a lot about authority too and going out that's why i love that you guys are ambassadors and you just go out yeah so there is you know obedience on that you know and and there's pressing into your prophetic words you know you that's you right a word that you're supposed to go somewhere and you can just, I don't know why the Lord wants me to go here, but, but some of you have got some words, and the Lord's just saying, step out on that word. Come on. He's going to make the way. The money's going to come in. The, the, there's no, um, I just see money coming in for people that need to go to the nations. Come on. But it's going to come in as you make the choice and make the commitment. I see your head of the Lord saying, That's right. make the commitment, and the money will come in. Whoa. <laughs> I just declare that over you. Just make commitments because that's what you guys have done. That's what we've done. And we can't wait to get to another country. But even when we went to Kenya as a couple, you know what it's like when you're paying double, you know? Yes, I do. It's trusting the God. It's trusting God. And he never falls short when we do our part. When we say, yes, Lord, we're that's going. Right. We're, we're taking that step. We're making that commitment. So just if that's you and you, God's just prickling your heart just be obedient to the words the prophetic words that you've got obviously we are to judge our own words we have to be mature enough to handle that one but uh, if there's uh weight on it step out research that country you know do whatever it takes and um see what the holy spirit does right that's right oh man yeah if if we open that door i could share so many (laughs) financial testimonies so many uh amazing times where the provision of the Lord has okay, come so through. Share one of them. It might encourage you. Yeah. To oh, totally. Not on the inside. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Well, you know, to start, I'll say that every international trip that we've pursued, um, God has uh, provided. He is come covered, on. you know, more than enough. We've never been in lack. And uh, that's something, you know, that I tell the Lord all the time. You know, I said, Lord, I'm not going to be an evangelist. That's rubbing nickels together. Come on. Just to go win a couple souls, you know. Uh, I believe that when you're doing the Lord's work, you know, you should be blessed and uh, have more than enough with that. And so, but I remember, uh, man, years ago, I mean, before I was married, I was living by myself. I uh, was not financially prosperous and I was just, I mean, living by faith. Uh, I still live by faith, but uh, even more so back then. I remember I had an invitation to go to Indonesia. And uh, 
I knew that God wanted me to go on this trip. It was, it was uh, something that I felt really uh, strong in my spirit. And uh, so I was pursuing this trip. And uh, praise God, someone um, gave me $500 towards my trip. Wow. And you know how those trips go. Um, I, w- I was going to serve another ministry. And so there was, uh, you know, a fee to go on the trip plus your airfare and everything. Well, um, I had $500 and it was getting close to the deadline and that's all I had. And wow. in the meantime, I received an invitation to go to China for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, China's, China was a place that I'd always felt called to. Even when I was a kid, I remember in second grade, we studied China and I, I loved China. I always wanted to go. I always loved Asian yeah. people. So uh, ever since I was a young boy, I wanted to go. Well, so I get this invitation and I'm like, okay, well, I'll pray about it because right now I don't even know if I'm going to get to go to Indonesia. I was just being honest with them and I said, I don't have the finances. But that night I had a dream that I was going. And uh, so I said, all right, Lord, I don't know how, I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. So with my $500, I'm reaching the deadline and I have maybe uh, a week or two until we were supposed to fly and take off. And I said, all right, God, I have $500. What am I supposed to do with my seed? And uh, he said, I want you to sow where you want to go. That's what I heard in my spirit. And he taught me a principle of sowing where you want to go. In other words, he said, I want you to sow your seed into people who are doing what you want to do. So I actually split my $500 and made it into five seeds. I sowed $100 into... Reinhard Bonnke, I sewed $100 uh-huh. into uh, friends of mine, Charlie Champ, Monday yeah. Martin. I started sewing into people uh-huh. who are evangelists and glory carriers and uh, uh-huh. just people who are doing what I wanted to do. I, I recognized the call in their lives and wanted to plant a seed because they're good ground. So um, I did that, and the very next day, literally the next day, mm-hmm. I was uh, flying out to um, Colorado, and I get a phone call from um uh jan jansen jeff's wife and uh she was you know at global fire and that's where i was attending and uh she said alex have you heard what so-and-so did and i'm like no what and there's uh, a couple members that had been going to the church they were fairly new they donated four thousand dollars into my trip and it was not only enough to cover my trip to indonesia but it covered fully my trip to china as well Mm -hmm. so i was able to go on those uh go to those two countries and it was honestly a life-changing trip it was one of those destiny Mm -hmm. doors that i felt like i walked through and uh but you know that was an instant breakthrough and um something that i've been sitting on uh over the past year or so has been that God doesn't just want to give us financial breakthroughs, but he wants to cause us to financially break out. That there's a difference between God bailing us out of our financial prison and, you know, I'm someone who's had financial miracles take place, but I began to think about it and I was like, well, it's kind of because I'm always in need of a financial miracle and I'm always broke. And I say, God, I don't want to be broke anymore. I want to break out and live in abundance and live where, you know, I have more than enough. So God started teaching me the difference between a breakthrough and a breakout. And oh, um, I'm, now I'm getting into an offering message, but uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to. But it's okay. good, you know. Uh, yeah, I'll, amen. I'll just, I'll sewing just... Is, sewing is, is so important to the kingdom. Yeah. Just, I'm so glad you're sharing this because 
over and over again, me and Richard have sowed where God has yep. said, and it's just a principle. There's tithes, there's offerings, but it's always just like you said, God said the same thing. So where I want to go. Yeah. And so I just, you know, I know at the end we'll have a, a seed to, to sow if you feel led for both of us, because both of us want to get out to the nations, but it's just a point of, I mean, it's a principle in the kingdom. It's a divine exchange. Like money's yeah. different. You know, generosity right. and giving is what brings the increase. But there's also a point where you break out. So I love that you yeah. brought it up. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think, you know, the body of Christ should be blessed. You know, people, when, when you start talking this way, people immediately kind of start to think oh is this person a prosperity preacher and it's like no not at all but i'm i'm not a poverty preacher either i don't Come believe on. that we should be poor or <laughs> broke and you know once again if you're if you're doing god's work you shouldn't be you know uh rubbing pennies together to make Come it on. happen you know so i think i think god wants to break the back of financial lack on uh the mm -hmm. body of christ so Anyway, yeah, it's good yeah, stuff. Yeah, the nations are hungry. Cost money to go to the nations. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you, you know, when your heart is to go after souls, you always have a blessed ministry. You know, I remember um, Charlie Champ. He taught me that. You know, years ago, he oh. he he and I were hanging out, and he told me uh, that there are three things that are always on the heart of God. And he said the number one thing is souls, and oh. then he said the second is uh, feeding the poor. Yes. And the third thing is the miraculous. God wants to make people whole, spirit, soul, and body. He said, when you pursue those three things, you'll always have a blessed ministry. You'll always be taken wow. care of because those things are near to the heart of God. And uh, that's what's on God's heart. So yeah, yeah, those three core glory. values are important. Yeah, yeah. I just feel the glory online. Because we're uh -huh. commanded to take care of the orphans. We're commanded to take care of the widows. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Just part, right. of the, part of the word. Yeah. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. The glory of everybody watching. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. This is good Man. broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> good. Holy Ghost, right? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah. I was just Ooh. seeing if there's any questions I missed. I know it, it, we've been talking and kind of sharing. I see if there's anything... We'll be praying in just a little bit. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So, yeah, let's just tap into the miraculous real quick and build faith for the people watching. Just just share um, one miracle that, and we'll just yeah. go for some words of knowledge. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'll try to be brief, you know, because there, there was a couple things I wrote down. I was thinking about uh, the function of creative miracles, uh, earlier before the broadcast and yeah, yeah. Um, it flows directly with the glory of God Come the on. presence of God um, people ask me sometimes how do creative miracles happen and uh, I'm not one for formulas because I see where uh, you know Jesus was a person who moved in creative miracles you know in Matthew 15 uh, oh. there's a verse that I, I find interesting Matthew 15 verse 30 says that Jesus uh, cured those who are crippled, those who are blind, and those who are maimed. And this word for maimed is a word that can be translated to mean deformed. And uh, people with deformities, people with missing limbs, people with, um, you know, uh, 
who are in need of creative miracles. Come so on. Jesus cured them. He cured the maimed. He cured those who, you know, didn't have an eyeball and uh, yeah. were missing yeah. toes and fingers. And Jesus cured them. And so, uh, you know, there are times where Jesus was ministering and it said the power of God was present for healing. And so there's a, there's a presence around the life of Jesus. And there was a creative realm that rested upon him as a miracle worker. And um, that's something that I begin to recognize in the scriptures and chase after. And I found that if, um, you know, we can enter into the manifest presence of God, where the spirit of God begins to hover and brood, just like it did in Genesis chapter one, over the face of the deep, then from that place, we can speak and decree the will of God, and creative power will begin to uh, manifest. So the key here is the presence. You know, in Genesis, it was the Spirit of God hovering. Then the Lord spoke, let there be light, and there was light. Um, we can't just flippantly speak and say things, but the presence of God makes a difference. The presence of God is when heaven merges into the earth realm. And so uh, all of that to say, I remember, I'll, I'll just say one testimony. Um, there are so many examples of uh, of creative miracles that I could talk about, but one testimony out of the presence of God that I'll never forget. It's one that really encouraged me, opened my eyes to what was actually taking place, you know, in the spirit. Um, I remember I was in uh, Kansas uh, at, um, they're called uh, uh, the Gathering Revival Center now with Aaron and Beth Packard. And uh, I, I was uh, at their church. It was maybe the second second time I'd been there and uh, we were having a miracle service specifically uh, advertised for people who needed a miracle touch in their life and so we were praying for the sick that's what the whole service was dedicated for and uh, I you know was feeling led to minister in the presence building the presence leading people to praise leading people to worship and uh, we got to a point where atmospheric miracles started to take place like people's backs you know would just get instantly healed and people you know with all kinds of different situations instantly healed in the presence no one laying hands on them well i felt like god uh was leading me to speak a creative miracle for a woman in the room who needed a miracle in her womb i felt like there was a woman who was barren and that um it was actually medically impossible for her to have children and so yeah, yeah. I called out this word of knowledge and this young girl, or not young girl, young woman came up and uh, she had been married for three years to her husband. And since uh, being married, they knew they wanted to have kids. So they've been trying all three years and the doctors uh, uh, confirmed to her that she was barren and that she would never have kids. So she came specifically that night for her miracle. And I called it out as a word of knowledge. Well, she comes uh, up to the front and we pray for her, and I felt the Lord lead me into a decree to decree over her fruitfulness, to decree over her fertility, that she would be fruitful and multiply and have children. And so she received, you know, God touched her, God came upon her, just like, uh, you know, it says the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary, and she conceived Jesus. That word overshadow is a word called epikinezo, and it means to hover over and brood like a cloud so um that's that's what we're talking about when the holy spirit the the glory the presence of god hovers over us um there's creative power that's in that realm and so 
long story short, I went back to that church uh, a few months later and this girl uh, comes to the service and she surprises me. She's got this big baby belly, you know, and uh, she's, you know, expected to be uh, uh, to give birth in October. And uh, long story short, she gives birth to this baby. But here's what's crazy is uh, there was another woman in that same service and she didn't want to respond. She didn't want to come up front. But she had a revelation of the presence of God, and she said, I'm just going to reach up and grab my miracle. Come on. And she said, I, okay. I, I just know that this is for me. And she was someone who is, you know, a little bit advanced in years. It would, it was, she knew that it was a little harder for her to have children at the age she was at. But she said, I'm just going to receive it. She conceived the same uh, week as the other woman. And so both of them had these babies weeks apart. And they were like a double portion promise, you know, oh, in the church. And both had new babies that were basically conceived out of the presence of God, you know. <laughs> so uh, I, love that, I love that you shared that one because I believe at the end of this broadcast, I, I feel the hunger and the faith stirring on the people watching. So I'm going to let you share another miracle. But I, it's funny that you went there because, you know, this one... Same thing happened to me. I just been pressing into the creative miracle realm, like you said. And somebody called me. They've been trying for a baby for 10 years. Mm. So I was asking the Lord, like, we lean into Holy Spirit. What do you pray? And he said, release my presence. Yeah. Just release my presence. So I just released the presence of God over her. She felt it. She just kind of leaned into it all afternoon. Yeah. And I commanded life to her womb. He said, just command it. I just yeah. commanded life into her womb, and now she's five months pregnant. That's awesome. Like, See, that's believe, it. Yeah, yeah, I believe at the end that, that we need to pray for wombs, but I want you to go ahead and share one more creative miracle because I just felt faith building in for people that need creative miracle. Yeah. Wow. Well, once again, yeah, it's like I got to think, <laughs> Lord, which one, you know, what do you want to share? Um, yeah. Something that's kind of coming to me when I think of creative miracles and, and just some of the things that I've witnessed that really have amazed me. Um, mm -hmm. And, and this, this started happening uh, years ago, even on the, on the streets. Like I remember I would oh. do uh, street ministry and I just did it for fun, you know, it wasn't, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't always leading teams, I would just ha call some friends and we'd go out, you know, yeah. well, I remember um, here in Tennessee, I was at a mall, and uh, it was one of those days where we were just being rejected, you know, no one wanted mm -hmm. prayer, yeah. everyone was okay, and, Come um, on. Yeah, you yeah. know, we were about to call it quits and go home, and uh, there was this woman who had a cane, and uh, I just politely walked up to her and I asked if I could pray for her. And uh, I noticed she had a cane and, and she's real receptive. And uh, mm -hmm. anyway, she explained to me that she had uh, fallen a few months before and broke her leg and her ankle. And that she had uh, pins and screws that were restricting her foot from moving. So, you know, our foot should move like our hand, right? You know, we should have freedom mm -hmm. to move it. Her Her foot and ankle were totally restricted by all this metal and all these wow. screws and so she could not bend her foot it was impossible for her to move it wow. and she ha she would have had to walk that way the rest of her life well um i said well you know you may think this is crazy but i believe god can dissolve the metal in your ankle and give you brand new bones and she looked at me all weird but she was uh, she was open to you know, receiving prayer. And I think she was just kind of like, well, we'll see what happens. And 
So uh, we prayed for her, and, uh, and God came over her. And long story short, she said that she felt her ankle and her foot get, like, on fire. Like, it was tingling, on fire. And she reached down to feel for the screws in her ankle, and she couldn't find them anymore. And she was moving her foot up and down. She was walking totally perfect as if if, uh, she had never had the accident. She was just totally restored. And it was medically impossible for her to move her foot that way. And so, um, you know, all I did when praying for her is I spoke to the metal, I spoke to the screws, and, uh, you know, kind of like Ezekiel, he, he said, Lord, breathe on the dry bones, create new sinew, create new bones, create new flesh. And so uh, there's authority and power in the decree, you know, our life and death is uh, put in the power of the tongue. And so uh, I just spoke life, like you said, to the womb. Um, I spoke life over her ankle. And so we've seen a lot of, uh, you know, miracles in, in the realm where metal will dissolve, actually. And Amen. God will put new bones in people's bodies. And they won't be able to feel the technology in their back anymore and their neck. Come and on. so that's a creative thing that God, you know, is doing. And um, it's amazing. It re- I mean, it really is. Like, I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm always just shocked and amazed when that stuff happens. It blows my mind. It's, it, you know, it's one of those things that never really gets old. And so um, what I found is that God can reverse time and he can, he can redeem the time in your life. You know, you may have had an accident where you have to have a metal rod in your leg or something takes place. God can redeem your time and uh, take you back before the accident ever happened and give you a brand new leg or a brand new body part and so yes is there anybody on here even as we're talking about this is there anybody on here that that has metals or screws we'll just go for it now if you're on here and you're live Uh, me and my husband kind of been pressing into this we were picking on each other because we like Mm. to spur each other like you and jordan yeah i seen my husband you know he done it like 20 times and i'm like god if he can have it i can have it wow so Come on. I, I went to a woman's meeting one day and, and somebody's like, I got metal. I'm like, oh, really? Come on. Can I pray for your foot? You know, I wanted to press into this. And yeah. I just felt the, the vibration of heaven, you know, just the, just the fire of God coming on my hand. Yeah. And I asked her if I could pray for it. And she put her um, hand on her foot and she's like, I want you to fill a plate. So I felt the plate and everything. I said, well, let me pray for it. So I just held my hand down there and commanded the metal to dissolve. And it just, the heat just intensified, and I felt the Holy Spirit saying, just wait, just leave your hand there. Just don't move it yet. So I waited like 60 seconds, and she, uh, it was so awesome, because she's like, oh, my God, I feel it. There's nothing there. And she was able to get up and walk, and I got to video it. Oh, great. uh, It amazes me. Come on. You know, it just amazes me. Like you said, um, somebody said mercury fillings and teeth that need to come out. Let's just start pressing into this, Alex, and Thank we'll you, just Lord. call out words and knowledge. We'll go for that mercury or whatever Holy Ghost wants Amen. to do. But, uh, Amen. Just, Amen. I just love what you're doing and what you guys are pressing into and how many creative miracles are going to come through you guys' hands. So, um, Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Thank so you, Lord. Lee, go ahead, Alex. Just Thank you, Lord. Mercury. Thank you, Father. Lord, uh, we want to ask right now for an increase of your presence. Lord, thank you that you're here. Thank you that you're on this broadcast. But now we ask that you increase and uh, that you would continue to build, 
momentum in the spirit. Hallelujah. I thank you, God, for a realm of impossibilities, God. I thank you that you would begin to take what is impossible with man and make it possible with you. Right now, Lord, I just speak over every person. And I thank you, God, that you would visit them and that you would begin to hover over them and rest upon them. Right now, we thank you for a creative realm of miracles, signs, and wonders, Lord, to take place. And even for people who uh, desire to walk and to uh, minister and move, I thank you that this realm is here to tap into. And so, God, right now, we want to thank you uh, for beginning to come upon people who need new body parts, who need new, uh, uh, who need new bones, who need new skin. I see mm-hmm. someone right now with uh, an issue in the skin, and I see new skin cells being created. I see uh, God mm-hmm. beginning to remove uh, things like rashes, things like uh, eczema, things like uh, shingles. Th- mm-hmm. I thank you, Father, even for removing scars and scar mm-hmm. tissue off of people's body. I decree it right now, Lord, that you would create new skin cells in Jesus' name. Father, new skin cells in Jesus' name. And uh, even right now, I see God uh, restoring somebody's rotator cuff. I see like a right shoulder, like right rotator cuff, where there's uh, been a restriction and a pain. I don't know if you've injured your shoulder, your rotator cuff, but I see God restoring and healing somebody's uh, right shoulder, right rotator cuff. I release the fire of God on you right now. I thank you, Father, for your power being released. And thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for increasing right now. God, thank you for um, beginning to release your fire onto, um, uh, onto people's mouths. Lord, where there's need of dental miracles, I command, Lord, uh, the mercury to come out of the teeth. God, let the teeth be restored. Pearly white, brand new teeth in the glory of God. Hallelujah. Shuka Baba. Thank you, God. Thank and you, you God. We're praying for you guys. Just let us know if anything's happening. Or let us know if God is, you feel heat, fire, or you feel like the pain's gone, or you could do something you couldn't do. As we're praying and releasing out whatever the Lord's put on our heart, just do something you couldn't do before. Amen. Just test it as he prayed for that rotator yeah. cuff. Just receive it. There's no time and distance in the spirit. So as yeah. we declare these things, work with heaven, receive your miracle. Just Amen. step out. And I even see the Lord releasing a new vertebrae in the back. Whoa. Come on. If somebody needs a new vertebrae, that your vertebrae is so damaged. So will we just declare a new vertebrae in that back? And, Amen. Um, create a miracle of nerves. Everywhere where the nerve has been torn and pinched yep. and overstressed and overexerted, we command new nerves in that back right now. Yeah. I, I was actually going to say, I feel like there's someone with like a pinched nerve in your neck. Come like on. there's something about um, like a pinched nerve in the neck and it's even it's even like going down into your into your uh, collarbone area. But all the way up in your neck, there's like a pinched nerve. And God, we thank you for uh, restoring and touching God, uh, the nerves on people's bodies and their necks and their backs, even uh, sciatic nerve pain right now. God, we thank you for alleviating that right now in Jesus name. May it be may, may it loose them and never come back. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, also, guys, you don't need to have your uh, condition called out in order to receive. Come on. So just just receive from Jesus. Receive from the Lord. 
uh, you don't need us to call out your diagnosis in order to necessarily be healed. So, uh, but guys, just open up your heart. Say, thank you, Holy Spirit, for healing me. Thank you for touching me. Um, I feel led to pray for uh, the woman who was on. I don't know if she's still on, but she uh, mentioned her back and uh, that she was struggling with Lyme's disease. Yeah. I want to uh, believe that God would totally eradicate that out of her system. And so yeah, yeah. right now, I just thank you for your power and your presence touching this woman. I thank you, God, for beginning to invade her body to begin to invade her, uh, her, her system right now, Lord. We command Lyme's disease to evacuate and come out of her body, to come out of her system. I decree right now that your energy levels will be restored, that your focus will be restored. I come against all of the side effects and the symptoms right now of Lyme's disease, and I thank you, God, that you would begin to release the blood of Jesus over her and that you would begin to administer healing, Lord, into her back, into her neck. Father, even chiropractic miracles taking place on this broadcast right now. Oh, yeah. I see God aligning people's bodies in the name of Jesus, aligning people's bodies wow. right now. Hallelujah. Yeah, I really feel that. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. And even, as, even as we're releasing, we just want to release the glory for a minute. Because whatever you need, it's in the glory. Just receive. Linda said that's her with the, that you were praying for. All right. So, Linda, just let us know what you're feeling. And I just want to honor the glory for a second as it just continues to build. We just release the glory. Just reach out. Receive whatever you need right now, whether it's it's a, a healing from diabetes or a healing. We just command a new pancreas, Lord. We Thank you, Lord. Oh, we just declare... Uh, even new livers, anywhere where your liver's been damaged, we just command creative order. Just receive whatever you need as we release the presence. Thank you, Lord. Just sit there and just say, Lord, let your glory touch me. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Let your glory fill me. Just press into that. I just feel it really feel like the Lord's saying, press into him for a second. I just see people getting breakthrough. Whoa. Wow. You know, I, I feel right now God wants to give someone a miracle in their uh, nostrils, like their nose. Come on. It's, it feels weird, but it's like, uh, it's not a congestion due to like sickness or anything, but you're actually like unable to breathe out of your nose correctly because your navel cavity has been like damaged or something like that. I don't even know what it would be, but it's like, I see God... Um, giving you like new uh structure in your nose and giving you septum yeah yes. like your septum and yeah. i thank you father right now for releasing uh uh creative power right now to restore and make new the septum the nostrils for breathing i thank you for the breath of god breathing through this person right now in jesus name i don't know who that is if that's someone on here i felt that really strongly uh, yeah, yeah, just respond to these words, and it could be on the replay as well, but uh, Michelle, just type in your daughter's name. I really felt the anointing for um, new pancreas for diabetes, so just, just type in her name, and, and we will, we'll come in agreement for your daughter to have a, a that diabetes is total reversing of that. Yeah. So, thank you, Lord. So we just continue to release the glory and unity. Amen. Right now. Amen. Amen. Yeah, sometimes you got to kind of flow and press in a little bit for it to open up. You know, I I know um, in the past we've done live broadcasts and uh, there there was once a woman who was totally deaf in one of her ears. 
and got opened her ear on the broadcast, you know, and oh, so she messaged us afterwards and she wasn't on the live, but she watched the replay and she watched it and she said as she watched it and as she, uh, you know, listened to us pray, her ear just popped right open and it had been deaf for, you know, years. And so it's awesome. But uh, thank you, Lord. Yeah. If we get her name, we'll definitely pray for her, the daughter. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it, it's a little bit of delay, but yeah, let's just press into the realm of ears as we're waiting. Let's keep pressing into this. So Lord, we just declare in unity, a creative miracle for ears Amen. right now. Anywhere where people need a eardrums, I just thank you, Lord, that it's depositing right now. Oh, thank you, Lord. Command those ears to open up in the name of Jesus Christ. All the Amen. way open up. I even see migraines leaving right now. If that's you, I just command migraines right now to come off of you. I just declare you have the mind of Christ. Whoa, all pain and affliction that's been forming you is gone. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank but you, Lord. Lord. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Michelle, maybe it's just delaying. So I just want to type in the name of, uh, if you can, Michelle, if you're still on here. Otherwise, we'll just declare over Michelle's daughter. Amen. We'll just come in agreement. We just break any trauma off the organs and tissues and the cellular memory of that from the diabetes. We command a new pancreas in your daughter. We command her blood sugar. Right now. Chemical balance right now to come into creative order. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, within the hour, Lord, we thank you even for that great faith like the centurion. God, we just say within the hour, God, visit her touch her, restore her life. Spirit of God, quicken her mortal body right now. We release resurrection power, God, to quicken her body and to change the situation in Jesus' name. Oh, yeah, we decree and release the blood of Jesus right now over her daughter's life. May she be well in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. If you get touched on the repay or the broadcast, just message me and I can send it out and share it with Alex. A lot of time people experience miracles and message afterwards. So we just say if you're on here and we haven't called out what you need, I just say, Lord, I declare breakthrough over the people watching. Breakthrough in the glory, breakthrough in the presence tonight. Breakthrough. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I just want to, whoa, whoa. Let's just speak <laughs> to the wounds, Alex, for the people that are on the re replay. So somebody said, yeah. praise God. As you prayed for the one for the Lyme disease, I felt lift and light. Something lift. Oh, she felt something lift and a warm peace wash over her body. So Come we on. say bless that, Lord. Yeah. We command creative order that blood, the RNA, the DNA. We bless yeah. that, Lord. Just continue to touch that. I thank yeah, you, yeah. Lord, for the testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy. So you're testifying of Jesus just touching you right now. Ooh. Come on. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's the Spirit of God coming upon her. Thank you, Lord. And Father, yeah, we do thank you uh, for whoever this may apply to. If you're watching and you're pulling on that testimony, you're believing to have children, and it's medically impossible for you to have children. <clears throat> God, right now, I thank you. Uh, just put your hand on your body, on your, on your heart, if that's you. Just as a point of contact, put your hand on your, on your body, lay hands on yourself. And, uh, I, oh, God, I just thank you uh, that you're the God who opens and closes the womb. And I speak forth right now the freedom from uh, witchcraft 
and from satanic bondage. God, right now, I want to thank you for removing the curse. You've redeemed every viewer of this broadcast from the curse of the law. You became a curse for them. And so I thank you that every curse that's against their fertility would be loosed and broken right now. And your power would be sent forth. Your healing word would be sent forth to have children and to be fruitful. And Father, now I thank you that you would cause conception to take place in the next week. In Jesus' name, I thank you for uh, opening every barren womb. And I decree Isaiah 40, uh, 54, sing, O barren one, you who are without child, shout for joy. God, I thank you for the shouts of joy. In, in the barren one singing right now, in Jesus' name. You, in Jesus' name. There it is. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow. So, yes, cool. uh, even as you were praying, I see the Lord. Um, I just keep hearing creative miracles for the brain. And sometimes people don't want to say this because the enemy has lied to them about shame or guilt or condemnation. But we don't receive any of that. So if you have a chemical imbalance in your brain... Right now, we just command the neurotransmitters to fire, how they're supposed to fire. We just command all the dopamine, everything that's supposed to be to normalize right now. Right now. We just command the chemical balance, Lord. And if it's a creative miracle, we just thank you, Lord, that even in the glory, you're recreating whatever needs to be created in the brain. Every load, we command creative order to every load right now. Uh, right now just say thank you holy ghost that you jesus you're touching them i I believe it and if that creative miracle for the brain is you i just see the lord you're going to feel the fire of the lord falling on your brain thank Uh, you lord yeah right now in jesus name we command creative order to the mind you have the mind of christ to come into agreement with the word that you have the mind of christ Thank you, Lord. Mm. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Mm. And you can just feel, just feel the, the presence of the Lord, Lord. I think you did just sit back and receive for a second. You just honor what the Lord's doing. People are getting touched. Rewire the brain. Yes, amen. We declare for the Holy Ghost rewiring. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, I even see him breaking off night terrors right now. I just command that fear attacking the night season. Just by restitution of dreams right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So good. I know. So good. It's hard to not keep pressed. I was in severe pack pain. And the degeneration was pressing on my nerves after four surgeries, and the pain left. Come on, come on, amen. Testimony of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on, come on, just finish it up, Lord. Come on, completely set free. Amen. Is any more testimonies on anybody that that's on the live? Come on, Jesus. Emma Rochelle is your daughter. So we just declare that Emma is going to keep getting touch. I come in agreement with the declare that, that Alex said, even in the hour, that you're going to see turnaround time on that. Thank you, Lord. Even in an hour. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. All right, Alex, you want to keep pressing in? What do you think, Emma? 
Hallelujah. Uh, man, my spirit's willing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I have. To, I may have filming. to. Yeah, I may have to get off in a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, responsibilities and stuff. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love the presence. I love what God's doing. Thank you, Lord. But yeah, let's just just. I felt like it was a good time to wrap it up or keep pressing. But I, I totally want to honor your time for coming on here. But uh, I just want to release the glory real quick and, and just um, me and Alex will just impart to you because I feel like there's some people on here that are hungry into going into creative yeah. miracles. And, you know, I love to impart because we're daughters and son. Everything that we're doing on this broadcast, you can do. Yes, different people may have graces for different specific assignments. Oh, she said, Linda said, God bless you both. Thank you. I'm so grateful. So give us an Amen. update. When you go to the doctor, Linda, just just keep us updated. Keep your testimonies coming on these glory stories because God uh, birthed this thing for you guys. He wants to touch you. He wants to love you. He wants you to get healed. Um, somebody say, keep myself and mother in my prayers. I'm having a bulging disc in my spine. My mother's having health, and I can't see the health issues. So, um, Charles, can you type in your mother's name, and we'll pray real quick before we get off of here. And uh, me and Alex will come in agreement that that bulging disc is no more. Whoa. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You just release the glory. Release the glory. Yeah, my, my internet must have a little bit of delay in you typing it. So I'm just going to, God knows who she is. So, Lord, we, we and yeah. Alex just come in agreement. We command that disc to be made in creative order right now. We take authority over any infirmity attacking that disc board and we just command that the spine as alex said earlier will be straightened in the name of jesus that's right mm -hmm. amen amen yeah let every disc be restored let everything that it's not in place come back into order come back into normalcy right now yeah in the mighty name of jesus we thank you yeah. that it's as easy as speaking it in your name jesus so right now come upon her God, align everything that's out of place in Jesus' name. Yeah. And Alexa, do you know um, what country y'all are going to next? I try to keep up with it where everybody's going, but we have so many friends going, it's hard to keep up with Yeah. Them. I didn't well, know if you already had something picked out. Or, well, or um, our last trip in Thailand was really a, a fruitful trip. It was one that Come like on. really touched our hearts, and so we feel like God is... Uh, calling us to uh, revisit and go back to Thailand again next year. Um, it, everything's still in the planning phase, but we have our eyes on a on an even bigger field where we'll be able to preach to um, five to ten thousand. And so uh, we we found this location that's really good, and and it's going to reach a lot of people, I think. And so we're trying to get things set up with that. We're looking into what, you know, how we can get access to it and if we can rent it, you know, in the budget for such a thing. But, uh, you know, this, this um, past June when we were in Thailand, we were in a place that was 99% unreached and we had about 1,000 people a night. And uh, the church that put it together was only, uh, you know, maybe 30, 40 people, you know. So this little tiny church, they put it put together an amazing crusade. We were very, you know, surprised and blessed to see that they were, you know, they pulled a lot of people in the region and 
they want to work with us again. And so we're trying to go back next year to do an even bigger crusade and uh, see if we can win more. So our hearts in Thailand, we have other opportunities and other countries that we're praying about, you know, but uh, we feel called to uh, Southeast Asia right now. And so, yeah. Amen. So if people want to follow you, I know you have a book out. If you want to share where they can follow yeah. you and, and your book. I know it's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, praise the Lord. I um, published my first book in the beginning of the year. Uh, it's called Partakers of the Divine. And uh, wow. that's from Second uh, Peter chapter 1. God has caused us to become partakers of his divine nature. So uh, it's all about the new creation reality and uh, living in the new man and what it looks like to live in God's nature. And so um, It'll bless you. If you're hungry for the supernatural, this is a great blueprint into the supernatural, and uh, it'll, it'll cover so many good topics for you, whether you're a new believer or you're seasoned in the faith. And, um, yeah, you can get that on my website, which is uh, mirrorimageintl.com, or if you want to go to alexparkinson.org, that's sometimes an easier uh, web domain to go to. But both will take you the same place where you can get the book okay. and, yeah. So, yeah, any, I know uh, you have any meetings coming up close that you want to share. Are you still in the scheduling phases? Of yeah. Your next, yeah, yeah. 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 So a couple things. Um, we're doing a lot of local things, uh, you know, with the baby coming just in uh, three and a half weeks Yay! now. So um, <laughs> so excited for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's that's been cool because we, you know, yeah. we decided to just keep things a little bit local. And it's like God's been opening doors, you know, oh, so yeah. it's really fun. But. Uh, every month, this is something that if you can't make it this time, you can make it the next month or the following month. Every month we're doing uh, regional glory gatherings in my hometown of Bedford, Indiana. So if you're in the Midwest region, if you're in uh, Illinois, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, uh, anywhere close, you can come be a part. Um, on Friday, August 23rd, we're meeting again, and that's in Bedford, Indiana. And you'll, you can find the address and the flyer on our events page of our website but um this is something we're doing every month and it's simply to stir the region to create a place of an encounter and uh man god's just doing awesome stuff there and then uh, also something that i'm a part of right now is uh a weekly school of the supernatural at global fire church in uh, murfreesboro tennessee so every Wednesday night, we're uh, teaching in a school of supernatural, and that's with myself, Jeff Jansen, uh, Jesse and Amy Champ. And, uh, you know, so I, I taught last week, Jeff's taking tomorrow, and then we'll have Jesse and Amy. And so I'm going to be floating in and out of that uh, locally as, um, you know, as the baby's being born and stuff. And uh, yeah, so other than that, I'm just doing, I'm going to be doing some online stuff, some mentorships in the near future, and just kind of staying local and doing things like that. But in 2020, we'll be launching out and kind of flying a little bit more, you know, but for now, you know, Jordan's very pregnant and, you know, we're going <laughs> to take a Amen. season to raise our first yeah. baby, so. Amen. Yeah. God will honor that. So even as we end, I'm going to impart, but I just want to say, I'm going to post the link after we get off here. If you feel led or the Lord speaks to you, they're having a new baby, just, just to sew in that or show in one of their trips. 
you know, uh, Thank you. just do whatever Holy Spirit says, but we'll be posting the links. But um, I just want to pray an impartation because I can feel the hunger. And we want you to go out and go after the miracles of God because there's enough in the kingdom for me, him, and the whole world. That's right. <laughs> we need as many miracle workers and deliverance and, and prophetic, right. all that we can get. So, Lord, whatever I freely have received from you, I just impart it. Any Anything that, that I just, whoa. Whoa, I just impart it to Alex and I impart it to everyone watching anything whoa, that will help them on their assignment in the kingdom. I just freely give. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. Lord, what's your what's your I just see discerning of spirits getting stronger and I see the glory yeah. getting stronger. We just impart that and dreams. I just see dreams opening up. So Lord, we just impart that whoa. Revelation. Mm. Revelation. Whoa. Even that, that scribe anointing, scribe anointing. Thank you, Lord. That's right. Thank you, Lord. We just, uh, yeah. And, and for those guys that are watching, and I'll get ready to have Alex in part, just come in agreement with me with, with prayer. I have a new book that's been ready for like six months. Mm. And uh, just, just I'm just declaring that, that things open up for that. I just I just got word after word, and I know God's doing it. And I'm discerning the time and season. Whoa. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, so Lord, I want to pray again into something I touched on earlier, which was the ease that comes out of your presence. Uh, every viewer right now, I thank you that they would begin to walk in a new grace, a new ease. Lord, as we've talked about the presence, as we've talked about the supernatural, we thank you that it would flow from an effortless union in you, that it would flow now as a grace on their life. Lord, uh, stir them up. Father, stir up a generation who walks in your ways, not only in your acts, but in your ways. God, right now, I thank you for uh, beginning to uh, lead them. And I even pray right now for the fullness of the Spirit to come upon their lives, Lord. The Spirit of God without measure. Lord, we're a company, we're a body of Christ that's coming into fullness, so I pray right now for the fullness of the Spirit, and uh, I just thank you for every viewer on there, on, on the broadcast tonight, God. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Jesus Amen. Name. Amen. Oh, I just want to thank you so much, Alex, for coming on tonight, and tell Jordan thanks, because I know uh, it's going to be amazing, I can't wait to see uh, you already picked out a name, you said? Yeah, his name will be yeah. Zion Amos. Zion, that's what I thought. Amen. So I can't wait to see Zion, and I'm excited for this new beginning because being yeah. a father is so important before the Lord, and I just love, whoa, that I just know you're going to be a, whoa, an awesome dad. Amen. And she's going to be an awesome mom. It's just like a the love that, that oozes out of you guys. It's going to be amazing to see you guys. <laughs> Watch you guys. We just love. I know the glory's hitting me so heavy. I'm slurring on my words here, but I'm just <laughs> thankful to know you guys and what you're doing in the kingdom. It's amazing. Oh, thank so I you. I love seeing your your family expanding. That's awesome. Amen. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Thanks so much. Yeah, we love you guys too, and uh, you'll have to tell Richard I said hello. He may be watching, yeah, but yeah. Uh, love you guys, yeah. and hopefully we'll get to cross paths soon. Come on, but, Lord. Uh, yeah, bless what you're doing. It's awesome. It's awesome that you're creating 
an avenue for, you know, the supernatural to touch people in real time, you know, here on the broadcast. And so you guys are doing great stuff and just keep going. Um, Amen. I wanted to, I do want to share something maybe prophetic to you guys too. And I I was debating on if I should, uh, should share this right now, but um, I feel like uh, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a similarity uh, between your ministry and something like that of Randy Clark. And I say similar because it's not that you'll be Randy Clark or anything, but I see you and Richard operating in a similar vein. There's really, um, there's really a, a teaching grace on the both of you. But uh, Randy is someone I, who I recognize uh, also operates in a high-level word of knowledge and a higher-level uh, miracle anointing. And uh, I see you guys getting access to uh, countries in South America, to places where God will use you to pioneer, to equip, to train, to um, really steward. Uh, I even see it like you're stewarding a flame that's already been ignited, but you're, you're fanning that flame, you're building that flame into a great and mighty fire in uh, South America. And uh, I feel like God has given you the keys to teach and to impart and to raise up a supernatural community in that continent. And uh, so I just want to bless that. I want to bless that anointing for uh, the gifts of the Spirit. I want to bless that calling God uh, to use them as equippers and to use them as teachers in Jesus' name. So, amen. 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 So good. Awesome, awesome. Alright. <laughs> awesome. So so blessed to be a part. Yeah, tell Jordan I said hello and keep us updated. I will. I will. Amen. Alright. Alright. Bless Bye. you, April. Yep. Bye. Bless you. And everybody, that is another glory story for you. So I would just like to challenge you on the different things that you heard my guest talk about on the glory today to just get alone with God and asked him to help you cultivate his presence in your everyday life and see what kind of glory story that God wants you to be a part of.